Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Today, I'm going to go and share another case study about how to identify undervalued properties. In this hot market where we're barely seeing anything at 7% in metro areas in the last 12 months or so, some of the things that we really need to focus on is how to tweak the properties. And we also need to focus on how to actually get things that's not compliant. So this example I'm going to share with you is about how we are looking at a warehouse and how it's non-compliant mezzanine floor and that we are going to be seeking it to become compliant over time. So it doesn't mean that it's going to happen during the due diligence period. It's actually about us actually working through and getting all of the compliance and the council approvals and everything else done for it. So let's start at the beginning. And I want to share with you what we do when we look at a warehouse property. So last time we looked at a property that's warehouse but have a co-sharing space and office space up top. Now we're seeing another warehouse property this time, but it's slightly different because it's got a non-approved mezzanine that the tenant is occupying. And we've got a couple of tenants that's not quite right for the zoning. So what we need to do now is tweak that and we may need to replace the tenant. And that means that, you know, once uh, we identify those issues, we make a plan to make it work. Incidentally, when they tell you, property is not compliant for use, the moment the tenant actually moves out of that property, the property now becomes compliant because the compliant to use is actually hinged on the tenant, not on the property. So for example, the property is light industrial and you have a retail tenant coming in there, a cafe tenant, and they didn't apply for a change of use, uh, then that tenant is technically not compliant for use. But see, once the tenant leaves, the property is compliant for use because it's back to being a warehouse property. And it's the same as, for example, someone came in there and instead of a warehouse, they end up building lots of office spaces and they change the ratio from warehouse to office space. And then in that sense, the property is no longer compliant for use because it's changed the ratio warehouse to office which is normally a 20% office, 80% warehouse. But if you build out 80% office and 20% warehouse, then that's not compliant for use. But the moment the tenant leaves and they strip out those offices, it all of a sudden becomes compliant for use. So it's actually about identifying that and that then makes the property uh, undervalued. That also makes that property, when the value is going, value it much less than what it is. And that means that the property itself, you can build value into it by making it compliant. And it's not going to be, you know, immediately going to be able to do that during due diligence. But what we do as our sourcing team and our expert construction team do is that we come in and we make a plan. We talk to the town planners. We talk to the... um, we talk to any of the um, any of the compliance, or we talk to an engineer about making the uh, the mezzanine floor engineer compliant. If it's not, we'll make sure we talk to the strata. We check out you know parking issues, any of those issues, and we get all of those things in in a plan, and then we basically execute to make sure in the future, the next three to four months after we've taken over the property and then we've settled, that it will be compliant. And if that means, you know, putting in applications with our clients um, and with our tenants, then that's what we do. So 
by engaging us as a buyer's agent, you're not only, you know, taking and we're just finding a property for you, we're actually there with you troubleshooting all the way till the end and more afterwards. And we're there consistently because we're not the one-shot company. We're actually someone here that is going to build out a portfolio for you. So let's get into this case study so I can show you. So I'm going to share screen and I'm going to share with you the IM of this property and then I'm going to show you some photos and then I'm going to talk through what we're doing for the property because the property has gone unconditional. Now it's going to settle in two weeks' time. So it's really, really current example of what we're doing in this market and how that property actually puts it at the forefront of the market because this client's literally getting 8% yield in the Gold Coast, which is unheard of. And once we tweak the compliance, then the value of that property actually goes up by sixty to $70,000 as well. So let's get started. So I'm going to share screen here. And you can see here, um, just going to share that again just to make sure. So here we've got... Uh, the property in Tari Street in Burley Heads. Now, what I love about this property is that it's multi-tenanted. Um, and of course, I love the fact that it has some issues with it because it's the issues and the wards and all that makes the property so wonderful, what makes it so exciting for us so that we can help our clients through this journey. So let me take you through this property. So this property is, you can see that it is, uh, it has several tenants in there. So we've got a mezzanine floor up there, which is enclosed. We've got downstairs, which is again enclosed, and we've got an open space area, which is part of the warehouse. Looks really beautiful, neat and tidy. Now let's read it. It's a 100% lease industrial investment opportunity. This was in February 2021. It was first listed and it's what asking offers for over 850000 Now, it is because people are scared of this type of property that they don't venture in. But with our help, the property actually can be tweaked and looked better. So let's keep going. So um, this property is um, being marketed as um, a multi-tenanted property. And let's just have a look at the opportunity. So it is a property that is 100% tenanted with multiple occupancies. It's got an annual rental income of 64992 so almost 65000 Let's go 65000 But remember, when you have co-sharing space or a space where everybody's included, um, it is actually gross over net. Um, it's a small industrial complex of four units. So it, it's a small complex and you're only in a small hub. So you've got to look at whether there's parking issue, whether you've got side parking, especially when you've got four tenants in the one property and you've got three in the other one so all of a sudden there's a lot more pressure on the foot traffic in that area so it's a hundred it's 140 square meters of mezzanine floor and 240 of ground floor so it, the mezzanine floor is actually a significant chunk of letable area ground floor um, warehouse has electric and a rolling door You've got a glass reception, a seating area, which is interesting male and female toilets brand new toilets hand basins etc um 80 square metres of the studio downstairs is large glass and timber frame door, so it's well partitioned. You've got rear stairs to a private office of 53 square metres. You've got front stairs leading up to 90 square metres, fully renovated beauty salon, um, and then five on-site car parks. So these are all things you need to identify. Do they actually have five on-site car parks? Um what do that what is it that they have so it is um stylishly renovated with high-end products so let's see i mean the brochure always looks beautiful but let's see what it looks like in real life so let's go to the overview of this property so we already know it's got a net level areas 800 and uh, 380 square meters 
let's have a look low impact industrial so it's it's basically for when low pack industrial it's for a lot of trade so we're not looking at heavy mechanics we're looking at people who might store people might be b to c um, but b to b sort of freight movements things like that um, a display showrooms as well gold coast council your outgoing is about nine thousand two hundred and thirty nine so call it nine and a half thousand roughly so um, originally, if you look at that, that's gross. And then if you take out sort of 9,500 9, sort of or so from there, we're probably somewhere around 55,000 in terms of net rent. Now, 55,000 on 850,000 is about a 6% yield. So it's actually very light. Um, but see, when we go in, we can see these is beautifully laid out. See that it's all very, very modern. We've got the financials, the rates, the water body, corporate, electricity, and, and et cetera. So we've got the beauty studio. One of the things we identify, we look at what they have. So we've got a beauty studio with lease dates that goes 2020. Um, so leases that start, it's a two-year lease term. So that goes to 2022. We've got render X, which goes to 2021, which means that we need to negotiate the lease during due diligence. We've got white picket fences, which is 50 square metres. And again, two years, 2023. Um, and then we've got landscape office 2023. Now, looking at this, almost all of those all of those tenants are compliant for use, except for perhaps a beauty studio. Now, if the beauty studio was a beauty college or teaching beauty, or it was something that had distributional beauty products, then that will be compliant for use. So it might be distribution plus a little bit of classes that will be compliant to use. I Pure beauty salon may have an issue, so we may need to apply for compliant uh, um, the change of use on those premise on the premise that he she has. So you can see it's really quite neat and tidy with this. We've got the staging tenant there. Render X does the 3D imagery of people who render their houses. And, of course, landscape, you, it's self-explanatory, what they do. It's really an office, and then they can send out work people from there. Uh, it all seems really pretty um, and beautiful, but everything in photos and photographs looks beautiful. So it's located here. You can see there's heavy industrial at the back. We're covered pretty much in an industrial area. One of the things I like when I look at a property like this is to walk around the area to see what kind of other industrial is this in there because it has a beauty sale. So there must be a demand for other retail style type of, pro of tenants around the area. Uh, just, you know, simple, um, beautiful flooring, beautiful um, glass windows up the top. And, of course, we know Burley Heads is uh, very tightly held in, um, in Gold Coast. And, of course, the value continues to grow as well on that. So let's um, keep going with this property. So this is the IM. All right, so we know where Burley Head is. Um, we've got some town planning. We can see the four. So we've got the one, two, three, four. So it's quite, quite nice. And we've got, that's the, um, all of the fit for purpose. So that's all attached to the IM. This is quite a, a lot of I, a decent IM. So we can see that lot three is actually quite large at a warehouse. And often in the future, if you were to rent it out as one or even as two, you can be easily split into two tenancies. So sales process is basically expressions of interest or offer offer to purchase so we've gone through that and now the next thing i want you to look at is um we're going to have a look at the floor plan so i'm just going to reshare the floor plan with you to so definitely see it 
here we go, we've got the floor plan here. So this is how it works. So downstairs, and you can see it's quite clever actually the way they've done it. So up, so downstairs we've got Tennessee 4, which we've got an office space um, and they seem to at, um, and then upstairs we've got the treatment rooms. We've got this must. This is the the beauty therapy area with a waiting area. Downstairs we've got um, the studio. This must be for like render X. We've got the warehouse tenant, and then we've got a reception area, some common areas with bathrooms and everything. So really well laid out property, and that's one of the things when you're looking at co-sharing space that it has to be really well laid out as well, and that's really really important. So what is the outcome of this property so if you were looking at this property, what is the outcome so number one one of the issues we identify with this property is that it doesn't have compliant mezzanine and the mezzanine is 140 square meters which is quite large in terms of the floor space and normally if a value comes in they will discount that and say look it's vacant counted as vacant um, also downstairs is areas that need to be really properly partitioned off between the tenancies which is something we need to look at in the future so we looked at the mezzanine floor. We looked at how it is to get it compliant. We went through the process and worked out it would be somewhere between eight to ten thousand dollars to get it compliant. In retrospectively, of course, it's going to take three months because it's got to go through the council, town planner, and also engineering reports needs to be drawn up. That's what needs to be done. Okay. Now the next step is that we have to then look at the tenancies down the bottom. So we spent some time. We um, the beauty therapists have taken up an extra option. Downstairs, tenants have agreed to extend their leases. Render X is the only one because they've got a small space that they're not sure if they will grow out of that space. But because uh, it's such a small space, 50 square meters or so, it's easy to replace that tenant in the future. So that's what we ended up fixing up in, in during due diligence. But because the mezzanine floor wasn't compliant, when we went to the bank, we knew that uh, when the valuer comes through, they're going to have some issues with it. And they most likely will value the property vacant. Um, now, uh, there's some ways we can obviously change or help to change valuation by, you know, providing outgoings, providing evidence of, you know, what it would be like if you were to tenant it separately, you know, just one tenant downstairs, one tenant upstairs, um, what it would be like with, you know, once the mezzanine floor is approved. But ultimately, it caused the property to be valued vacant. And as a result of that, the, it, the actually came in lower on valuation. So because it came in low on valuation, one of the things to think about, valuation is only a moment in time, right? And so for, for us, it's about then renegotiating. So what we ended up doing is we ended up getting, um, firstly, we went to contract at um, at $812,000, which is about 7% yield. We went to contract because we identified all the issues with short leases and non-approving mezzanine. So we went, and that's about $35,000 less than the asking price. And then because of the non-compliant mezzanine and the fact that it was valued vacant and being low valuation, we then negotiated a further discount of $60,000. So we actually ended up buying this property and going unconditional at $750,000 on this. Now, the net rent is still $55,000, so let's work that out. Let's work out what that is um, in um, if we were to do the numbers. So $55,000 divided by $750,000 equals Let's let me pull up my calculator so I can work out what the net yield is on that. Um, so 55 divided by 750. It's 7.33 at the moment. 
um, when we went through. And then what we're going to do is we're actually going to increase the value of that property. So 7.33%. So when we first got in, it was under 7. So now like just a bit under 6.9, so 7. So now it's increased the value to 7.7, 7.33%. Now the market yield, if the property was properly compliant with multiple incomes, will probably sell at 6% in this market, which is what they were hoping to get. So if we were to spend some money tidying it up, let's say we spend $10,000 and we know to tidy up the, the mezzanine floor, and then we tweak all the tenants to get them on good leases. So let's say that we um, we end up spending, say, $20,000 tidying everything up, so $55,000, and now everything is tidied up. Um, the property is probably going to yield around 6%, but let's say it's 6.25%, right, or six point, let's say 6.5% yield. What are we? What is the new, new value of that property? So let's let me just pull up my calculator again and have a look. Um, so we're looking at 55,000 divided by 6.5 times a hundred. So we're sitting at um, 846, 846,000, so 846K. So pretty much what you need to do once you settle, spend $20,000 and a little bit of time, maybe two or three months or four or five months at most to tidy up that property, get everybody on proper leases, do any extensions, get everything compliant, then all of a sudden the property is now worth 846,000 because everything's compliant, all the leases are lined up, it becomes a neat and tidy property. So you've actually increased increased the um, equity in your property from 750,000 you've increased it to 846k so that's almost a hundred thousand dollars in equity gain just by tidying up the property and you can absolutely do that in a short space of time and that's how you find undervalued properties so it's really really important that you you look for these things that other people reject which is what we do as part of our sourcing process and if you like the way we look at things we look at the market not as that it's a hot market and we should join them in the hot market we look at how can we do better in a hot market so that our clients can make take advantage of the hot market not only now but in the next two years how can we position them so that they can buy the property right and how we can tweak them in the next few months or few years so that ultimately when they come out and they go for refinance they can pull the equity back out again and they can go again because it's ultimately about recycling your your um, your equity, but also not only the cash flow, but the capital growth in the back end as well. So if you're looking for someone to handhold you, to guide you through the process, and you really want um, a team to surround you, reach out to me at helentarrant.com or email me at helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au or simply click on the link below to book in for one of my strategy sessions. Until next time, keep hunting for those deals that other people reject. And bye for now. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.